We are joined in this segment by Ward 7 Alderman Joe McMiniman. And uh, Alderman, good morning to you. And uh, first of all, before we get too deep into anything, we wanted to find out what was this resolution that no one would help you out on? Yeah, it was like, it was a measure about parking on uh, city streets. Uh-huh. You didn't get a second. Uh, even for debate, you didn't get a second. Kept it in committee. What's the uh, What's the measure about? Well, Chris and Greg, I knew you'd jump all over this. <laughs> well, what do you expect? You're yeah. usually full of words at the council meetings, and uh, yeah. it, was, uh, it was virtually silent. Nobody gave a, a second on this. What's going on? Well, the good news is that I ended up with a unanimous approval in the sense that motion to consent, nothing. Motion to debate, nothing. Hold in committee, it was unanimous. Look so, at that. you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Always looking on the bright side, Alderman. Absolutely, yeah. But, but, but seriously, though, on this, Alderman, I, I didn't understand the silence at all. I don't think I've ever heard that, you know, in listening to the council roundup all these years. Is there, are you being ostracized? I'm no. just going to come well, around. Well, let's, let's stay positive here. Okay. Um, and, and, Greg, you're. As a, there's no person in the media that knows our city council better than you right now no, because you've been true. you've been you know been following it closely every week for nine years gosh, and uh, thank God we still have some in the media that you know, with some longevity that can know what's going on. Yeah, the uh, institutional knowledge is uh, pretty valuable uh, when it comes to understanding what's going on locally on a local government basis. I 100% agree with you on that. Absolutely. I, on my cell phone, I tag all the TV20 reporters, and I tag them um, with TV20, and then I put their last name. I've got over, it, we're get, I'm getting close to 30 TV20 reporters that have covered city council now. Wow. And, yeah. You know, you, you try to uh, educate or, you know, inform, but you have to start from scratch with each one of them. And uh, they're, they're bright, they're young, they're on a learning curve. They'll probably move to a bigger media market, you know, two years from now. But still, I wish there was some continuity in all, you know, print, radio, TV, et cetera. Well, you got that um, here with the Council Roundup. We've been doing it for years. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of a, a break there, but, uh, yeah, a lot of institutional knowledge. Appreciate the kind words there, Alderman, but what was no, I'm not dodging thing? your question. I'm the, yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Come on, well, we're going to hold you to the we, fire we do, here, Joe. We do have other things we want to get to as well about addressing the violence downtown, but I, I, I have yet to read that particular ordinance. Um, just my bandwidth is so limited. Uh, yeah. But what was, that, what was that particular issue about? Okay, what it really is about is, um, pickup trucks with trailers um, parking at the curb for long periods of time. Uh, basically, we've got an ordinance that says you can't park a truck on the curb for more than five hours. You know, a commercial construction truck. B trucks are okay. B truck is a truck of less than eight thousand pounds. They can um, park for up to for two up to two days. But other kinds of trucks, there's a five hour limit. There's a five hour limit. But um, on trailers, that's what's hitched to a vehicle. Um, we, we've allowed trailers to, to, to go under the two-day rule instead of the five-hour rule. And uh, so I've had complaints in the neighborhoods that, hey, there's a pickup truck with a trailer, and it's been parked there for two days. It's close to the driveway. I can't get in and out safely. Or it's, let's say it's near a church parking lot on, with services on, on the weekend. And uh, it, if it's a box 
trailer, you know, you know, not just a flat trailer, but a box trailer. You can't see around it. It's a hazard. So the ordinance basically said that um, trailers, uh, except for a travel trailer like a mobile home, et cetera, uh, they'd, they'd go into the five-hour rule instead of the two-day rule. Okay. So you'd be limited to parking at the curb for five hours. Now, there's always special parking permits you can get for special situations. That was the ordinance. I'll take um, some blame here. Our, I asked our city attorney to draft, to draft something up. He drafted, Jim Zirkle drafted something up real quick, and he introduced the ordinance on Friday to get it in, but he didn't give an explanation to the ordinance. So to answer your question, why was there you know, a long silence pause when I asked for consent? I don't think anybody knew what the ordinance was doing. Gotcha. And uh, that, that's you know partly my fault, have partly you, have the you, attorney's fault. I was going to say, have you since uh, reached out to your fellow aldermen and uh, talked to them about this to try to get support for it? Exactly. In fact, I got one call after the meeting. Hey, Joe, what was your ordinance going to do? And then another ordinance, another alderman who is kind of an outspoken alderman. Um, I talked with him after the meeting, and he thought that the the ordinance did something completely different than what it was intended to do. So I've just got to do some talking, and uh, and hopefully it'll get a better reception next time. But I, I know after the previous meeting, you know, um, the mayor had an ordinance, the anti-racism ordinance, and uh, he couldn't even discuss his own ordinance. And so um, I thought, well, um, motion to consent, nothing. Motion to debate, nothing. I thought about motion to discuss, and I thought, well, wait a minute. Maybe there'll be silence for that one, too. So that's why I like the idea of going to uh, hold it in committee. <laughs> there you go. Got the unanimous on that one. All right, terrific. Well, Alderman Joe McMinniman is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Alderman, let's talk a little bit about what happened Saturday morning downtown. And, and the disturbing part of it to me was the fact that the police had to use pepper spray to control the crowd to keep them from converging on the situation. What are your thoughts on the downtown bars and, and, and what's happened here? And what do we need to do? I did uh, talk with the mayor for 20 minutes last night, but we didn't get to this particular issue. Uh, I'm in favor of the mayor exercising his authority as a liquor commissioner to, during the COVID time period, to suspend all 3 a.m. licenses. I don't see there's a need for them. I think uh, we're, we'll run into trouble. I think we're devoting too many police resources to monitor the 3 a.m.s, and um, not much good happens after midnight when folks have had a few drinks. Uh, they won't be uh, socially distancing properly. I just think we're better off just suspending the 3 a.m.s, all of them, until after the COVID. Um, but the mayor's got the authority, and he doesn't need city council approval to do that, in my opinion. He how, can do a, a summary suspension. How do you combat the uh, possibility of that just meaning uh, more, uh, you know, block parties, more, you know, parties popping up in the middle of a park where we've seen violence break out of? Well, that's true. Um, you know, you solve one problem, and it, it's a, a different problem elsewhere. Um, but I still think the public would overall favor suspension of 3 a.m.s, and um, especially downtown. I mean, we, we don't want our downtown to get a bad reputation. But, Alderman, this is a really unique situation, and what my problem is with the, just having the concept, I'm not even concerned about the time, but when you limit the number of bars that are open for a specific period of time, aren't you just asking for big crowds at the limited bars? You know, like if, you, if you've got these 1 a.m. bars and there's, what, like 11 or 12, and then, then you've got 3 a.m. bars and there's only three in the area, um, you're going to take all that 12 crowd and put them into three? That not that going to cause problems? I would think so, yeah, that, um, you know, limiting the uh, supply means you got more people going to the limited supply. So um, I think we just have to, 
And I agree with what you're saying before about um, you know the idleness is the devil's playground. We got a lot of that going on. And um, but but we, we a homicide and a severe stabbing. I don't know what's happened to the stabbing victim of uh, of uh, late uh, Friday night or Saturday morning. I did watch two videos on social media of the crowd. I saw the pepper spray being delivered in a social media video. Um, while our police are, have an extraordinarily difficult job, you know they tried to set up a little perimeter around the dead body on the ground, and people were pushing into them. And you know what? What, what can you do when you're police? And they're outnumbered. Oftentimes, uh, we've got a really difficult situation on our hands. Oftentimes, at these late night block parties or the 3 a.m.s. So, do you think um, police resources would be better spent with crowd control if it's uh, at a block party rather than having to patrol downtown to make sure that uh, bars are socially distancing and wearing masks? And uh, uh, instead of focusing on those things, maybe focusing on the on the crime things in the early morning hours over weekend. Well, you're saying that are we stretched thin at night when we've got Essentially, a yeah. number of situations? <laughs> yeah, we're stretched thin. And so if we eliminate the 3 a.m.s, that allows our resources to devote themselves to other problems that may arise that, where people need help. And so I'm in favor of closing the 3 a.m.s till this COVID is over. And then, we, then we can reassess the situation. Alderman, one last thing totally unrelated to this as we're right up against a, a break here. Um, it, it related to COVID, but not necessarily uh, to, to what happened downtown, uh, but also related to police. Uh, th- there was talk about, um, uh, as it's been characterized uh, elsewhere uh, here on the show as well, the kicking of the can on pensions uh, to try to ease up some of the, uh, the financial burden uh, on the city. Uh, when it comes to police and fire pensions, you've been somebody who's been outspoken about you know, not doing those types of things. We're in a different situation now. What what should we be doing when it comes to police and fire pension costs? We're in a worse situation than we were a year ago and uh, much worse than we were 10 years ago. Uh, we're in a, an absolute mess on uh, pension financing. It's grown worse and worse, Greg. Um It's almost like we've waited too long, Greg, to, to properly fix the problem. Yeah, we'll kick the can down, uh, kick the can again. Um, I think, I don't know if you paid um, real close attention to the two collective bargaining agreements that we approved a week ago. They were very positive in the sense that they had zero cost of living increases. Um, and uh, so that will help our pensions, uh, especially if we get to the police and fire. Um, those two were unrelated to police and fire, but still... Um, the, the impact IMRF. Um, we're we're in a very almost desperate situation with our long term financing. Should we um, go back to discussions with police and fire contracts that may have been recently approved and and rework them? I'd be in favor of reopening uh, both police and fire. I don't know if there'd be enough support on the city council, and I and we, you know, we don't want to. Um, uh, oh, torment or uh, disrupt our police, our you know our active police and fire um, that are doing difficult jobs right now. But particularly the police, I, I just feel uh, really empathetic towards the challenges that they face, and um, we don't want to. Oh, we want to appreciate their services. Um, I'd rather. This is a longer conversation, Greg. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have to bring you back on to yeah. unpack all okay. that. We're, we're plumb out of time, Alderman. Uh, greatly appreciate your time, as always. Thanks for the invitation this morning. Oh, you bet. No problem.